Um, but otherwise, I don't. I'm not sure what you do in this kind of strange uh, environment that the Premier League is winding down in. Give Dan Lover a three-year contract. That's what you do, Dan. <laughs> Just get him signed up now. He's like tonight. His stock rose tonight. I didn't, Paddy. It didn't rise. The stock did not rise. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's uh, like Bitcoin, Dion. <laughs> Love running Bitcoin. I think it would lift the spirits of the nation. I don't give a fuck about the nation of Morocco. People's lives are at risk. Oli Gunnar, where would you like the statue? <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. I refuse to answer that question. We'll take that as a yes then. Take it whatever you want. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus. Why me? I wear a base cap and uh, have a bad shave. Hello, comrades, and you're very welcome to the football spin. It's a football spin on a Tuesday evening. Sorry, Beckett, it's not. It's Wednesday evening. <laughs> uh, I'm confused and distracted by the Twitter melting down. Um, uh, I'm going to say, first of all, we're, we're, let's, it's a football show, so we have been watching some football, but um, our football enjoyment of Arsenal and Liverpool, and it wasn't all that enjoyable. Well, uh, it has been uh, distracted by the ongoing meltdown of Twitter which uh, several high-profile accounts have been hacked and Bitcoin is currently changing hands at a ferocious speed. Lads, uh, $112,626.14 so far has flown into the Bitcoin account that um, has hacked $112,000. I'm watching it here in real time. Blockchain.com. Telling me exactly how much cash has flowed into these accounts from the likes of Bill Gates, Joe Biden, uh, Barack Obama, and and other luminaries, um, as the big Twitter hack of 2020 uh, is in full swing as we record. Yeah, Nas, how are you feeling? Your big big Twitter account yourself. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I do. Be, I feel very vulnerable. I mean, like, I don't know why I'm wasting time on here because, like, they're going after all the big guns, so that's bound to be me. Yeah. I don't so, uh, follow any of the people who've been hacked. I just realised. So, uh, Obama? Uh, no. Mm. No. You know. Elon Musk? Huh? No. I don't know why I don't follow Elon Musk. Like that would be, a, you know, he's clearly entertaining. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. I think Nas is Nas is the person that's. I'm at risk. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what exactly are they tweeting out? Is it just a <laughs> message saying buy these bitcoins or something? Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk's I'm giving back to the community this is a standard one all Bitcoin sent to the address below will be sent back doubled if you send a thousand dollars then a very long URL with many letters and many numerals enjoy exclamation mark <laughs> and I, in fairness I am enjoying what's happening so this is going according to plan um, I'm just seeing Jack Dorsey the founder of Twitter has um, hashtag Bitcoin in his in his uh, his bio which Ooh. apparently is new. Oh, Hashtag yeah. Bitcoin. So they've hacked him as well. Fuck, everyone's everyone's <laughs> in on it. They can right. get to anyone. about Bitcoin yesterday, to be fair. So that the bio change might not be new. He was? Well, that's Matt, Matt Sayward, just for the record, he, as as he always does, coming in from the ether. Oh, no, no, just uh, arriving. Um, can Resident I, Bitcoin correspondent. Can I can I just say that, that if I'm if I'm the if, if I'm the one of us most at risk, the the person out of the four of us most likely to have done this <laughs> is, is Matt Saywood. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Just sidling in there, just appearing, you know. Uh, 
Uh, I've had access to your account for years, mate. <laughs> It's Matt doing all the shit jokes, shit football jokes, isn't it? All the shit puns. Yeah, but anything, <laughs> anything with less than ten retweets is me. Knows <laughs> uh, that's your reputation salvaged. Um, if Matt Silver was here, well, then Championship Corner would be here as the man who wrote one of the uh, the great uh, radio, sorry, uh, podcast theme tunes. Um, Matt will be talking championship football a little bit later on, but, but but before that, Matt, just as the resident techie here, just your your on the spot reaction to all that's going on here in Twitter meltdown. I mean, my immediate observation is that if you've got access to all these accounts and like looking at the list here of, of ones that have been hacked into, Uber, Apple. I mean, Apple had never done a public tweet before this. Um, this is their first ever public tweet and it's just been completely sullied forever um, Bill Gates, Elon Musk Kanye West, Jeff Bezos um, Obama and Biden if all you're going to do is tweet out a Bitcoin beg, like I don't know it feels a bit like a shocking lack of ambition I think if if you'd uh, if you managed to get access to all of those accounts I think like you could do something a bit more chaotic and creative with it what like like World War Three? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who who who's who's profiting from this? Like, I don't get it. Who's profit? Is it going to a bank account or something? Yeah, well, yeah. hundred thirteen, hundred thirteen thousand dollars. It's yeah, going up all you, the time. Yeah, but if it, if somebody if somebody is publicly benefiting from it, surely you just you just look at whose account it is, don't you? Well, it's all yeah. um all Bitcoin transactions are like encrypted, and it, it's quite easy to oh, anonymize right. yourself. All oh, right. They'd want to do. It's not a lot, really, is it? One hundred thirteen thousand, like, for what they're yeah. doing. You know, considering what they're, as Matt says, what they're getting access to. They, they want to keep this coming. Maybe you know, it's only starting. Um, yeah, they've, and, they've, they've got like the some of the most followed billionaires, um, in the on the planet to to tweet out this, and in return, they've got like one third of a modest family home outside Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the deposit anyway so that's that's a start you know um okay so that's uh we'll talk to matt well you know if uh, if things develop we may need to check in with matt a little bit later on but we will try championship corner um before all that um we've just watched arsenal against liverpool and um liverpool have have been beaten by arsenal resurgent arsenal um ebullient confident Mikel arteta at the end I felt like I felt Dion. He was really, he really felt like he was in his pomp there. He, he had arrived. This was a this is a really good night for Mikel Arteta, even though he kind of said afterwards, "I'm not sure if there's any money to add to his squad." But good night for Arteta. Good night for Arsenal. Um, I think it's fine. I don't think I, 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 I think when when we look back on this time, I think I think people will. Uh, there be a kind of a perspective needed on everything that's happening in the in the last couple of weeks of this of this you know, project restart. Um, and Arsenal are where are they now? Where are they now on the table? Ninth. Um, uh, and talking about you know Ninth, champ- yeah. champions like this is this is pretty low. This is Arsenal's expectations are are getting so low that. Uh, it's it's kind of easy to say, all right, things are gonna things are gonna get better. And I, I do think um the the key 
the key statement from Arteta after the match was when he was asked about the finances and said, you know, there isn't, there is no magic, you know, there's no magic here. It's, it's, uh, you know, you need, you need the money to kind of change, you know, transform a team. And um, that's the thing that he may be denied. So that's going to be the, that's, that's the interesting point about where Arsenal are. I, I, I think, you know, Liverpool are, Clearly losing interest in the in the season um, and and want it to be over. Um, I think that again that's probably understandable given that you come you you come back to win the league like this. This season ends when you're twenty or season pauses when you're twenty five points clear. You don't know what's going to happen. There's this huge amount of tension around whether you will actually get back to complete it. How it will be happened? Will it be an asterisk title? Uh, you get back and get the title very quickly, um, and then go on a run of of pretty shocking form, which I which is just like the crash. I think it's just the crash after that, and I'm not sure uh, how much more significance there is for Arsenal in this result compared to losing to Spurs, um, drawing with Leicester. Um, Losing at Brighton, you know, there, there's, there's, there's as much evidence in 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 recent weeks about Arsenal's uh, unsuitability to progress as there is anything that suggests that they are going to progress. Um, Naz, um, it's it's a good result for Arsenal, but it's another poor result for Liverpool, who are on this, as Dion alludes to, like the fact that the season is effectively is is over. Um, has affected their focus, although maybe Klopp won't won't agree with that. Um, in terms of tonight, uncharacteristic errors from some of the great defenders in the Premier League, like Virgil Van Dijk. Although Klopp was quick to point out that neither of the fullbacks were shown for the ball there. Um, what do you what do you make of this slump in form for for Liverpool, the champions of England? Um, I think it's I think it's in in some way it's understandable. Um, but it's not good. Like, like, like you could tell all the way through. I mean, like towards. I mean, I think throughout the second half, Klopp's mouth was was sort of permanently open in a, in a state of sort of exasperation. Uh, like he won't like it. Like none of them will like it. Sort of like this. You could even tell like when when Van Dyke was a. Uh, was was sort of questioned on it whether whether they took their foot off the pedal after the game. He was like, "Oh, that's a that's a very easy thing to say." Like, oh, that's that's a very easy thing to, to suggest, and it's like it is because the results. That's why it's easy because it's sort of this this kind of fact. Like, like you're you're an excellent team and you, and you looked unbeatable, but as soon as you won the league, you aren't winning games and you're losing games. So it's it can be nothing else but true, and. Uh, I mean, I thought it was a little bit of a cop out of a uh, Klopp to sort of just just not admit that that Van Dyke made a mistake. I mean, this 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 is a man that people people sort of bragged about dribbling past once, and he's and he's making sort of basic errors like this. So like, if he's made a mistake, he's made a mistake. But um, I'm just because obviously like I've got a vested interest in how um Liverpool will do against Chelsea because that that feels as if it's a game that Chelsea. It always looked like a game that where, where Chelsea could lose, could drop points. But um, what needs to happen between now and then? Because there's a week. So what I want is like a blank. I want blanket use of the word integrity. 
anyone, if anyone's listening to this, if you work in journalism, if you're ringing sort of uh, phone-ins, just keep on repeating integrity. Just wind, wind Liverpool up, wind the whole club up with like questions about whether they've got integrity, whether they're going to uphold the integrity of the league. And it'll frustrate them, but it'll it'll mean that they'll have to they'll have to sort of prove that they they're giving it their all. I mean, I mean, like I do think I do think they will they will be desperate to win that game because obviously they're going to they're gonna be lifting their trophy afterwards, and it's it'll be hard it'll be hard to if they lost against Chelsea. As much as that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, of like uh, what an incredible season they've had, it'll it's still for any professional to have lost lost a game and then straight away sort of pick up a pick up a trophy especially in an empty stadium where they've not got the fans to sort of like raise them it'll be a little bit weird it'll never inevitably be a little bit weird so uh so yeah just keep on repeating integrity to the, integrity to them and question the professionalism um i yeah i this, i i think this is uh like there is, there is a sort of this like Liverpool tonight. Of course, they lost the, the chance to finish with more than a hundred points, and this is is seen now as, uh, um, you know, again some uh, some sign of uh, a bit a failure, a failure to kind of complete and push on, and you know, it, like it's a bit like after the City game when it was like this is the, they've laid down a marker for next season. Um, I don't think there's ever been a situation where it's less likely that you're laying down markers. Um, and I, I get what you're saying, Nas, about Van Dijk making a mistake, but he, Klopp wasn't just talking about the fullbacks not showing for him. If you look at that goal, there's nobody, there is nobody anywhere on the pitch that, that uh, there's nobody in midfield who should be, somebody in midfield should be coming to get that ball at Van Dijk. He's, he's deflecting a bit, he's protecting the player, but it is, uh, it is um, understandable too. And oh, Dion! Who's Go got on. to? Who's got to you? Have you been hacked? I'm. <laughs> I, What's going on? I, just, I don't. What is the why? I. I. No. I'm actually looking at a, a tweet from Chris Bascom right now, and he's saying, you know, uh, he's talking about Liverpool ten years ago, on the brink of administration. Ten years ago, Liverpool had to uh, reassure assure the Premier League that they would be able to complete uh, the season. Because of the the financial position they were in, um, and you know Chris Bascom saying like you know, uh, ten years later they won the title with seven games to spare and people were taking the piss they didn't get one hundred points. Um, it really doesn't matter. It really there's there there this couldn't matter less. And I know Klopp probably feels differently about it. And I I think I think the integrity thing Nas. I don't think I don't think that ever works. I think people talk about these things, and it, it kind of comes along. On I I I I think you've as much chance of actually getting a good performance sometimes in those matches when you don't really care as when you do. Like for for certain teams, so that probably more applies more to relegated teams and applies to um, teams at the top of the table. But I also think that uh, because of the circumstances we're in, when Everybody, everybody kind of wants it. Everybody wants it to end now. You know, the, like the, the, as games, as more and more games become less and less meaningful, it's like you know, empty stadiums, uh, getting through the whole thing. Every game on, uh, every seeing every game live, and you know, the the 
the, the pluses and at the moment massive minuses that come with that. Um, it's like just get it over with. So I think the kind of just get it over with. Uh, if you could, if you could, if you could somehow tell Liverpool that they could, you know, they just had to play Chelsea, uh, and and that was it, um, and that would be the end of the season. If they, if they, you know, then then maybe you could get them if you know play that. And and you've no more games. Two hundred twenty-two games left. That wouldn't even be an incentive. But if you could tell them play beat Chelsea and you don't have to play your final game of the season, maybe that would be the incentive, you know. Um, but otherwise, I don't. I'm not sure what you do in this kind of strange uh, environment that the Premier League is winding down in. Give Dan Lover in a three-year contract. That's what you do, Dan. <laughs> Just get him signed up now. He's like tonight. His stock rose tonight, and and you, that often happens. When players don't play and something happens on the field, no, I don't think it. I don't. I didn't, Paddy. It didn't rise. The stock did not rise. <laughs> it's I, like I, Bitcoin, Dion. <laughs> Lovren and Bitcoin. It's, yeah, that's somebody. That's yeah, no, that is. Yeah, maybe Lovren's going to get hacked, but uh, it did not rise. I don't think <clears throat> uh, Van Dyke. You know, a lot. Um, you talk about Chris Bascom, like you know, trying to bring things into perspective by tweeting about what was happening 10 years ago at Liverpool. I don't think uh, I don't think there is there is any scenario now where Virgil van Dijk is on the field and people are looking at him thinking, you know, Liverpool can't afford to lose uh, uh, lose uh, and Lovren now. Paddy, I've, I've just I've just sent you a, a, a quote that apparently Klopp's come out with. What do you make of it? Can you see it? Yes. What does he mean by that? Clap. Someone's surprised these boys are human. Ah! <laughs> what does that mean? So Clap's quote is, is someone surprised these boys, Alison and Van Dyke, are humans? I'm not. I need David Louise? Question mark. He signed a new contract, eh? Is, it, is that him being really meta? We, 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 you know, we're, we're lacking context and, uh, you know, tone here, but it's I mean, a strange one. I, I welcome it. I welcome it. If, if, if he's, if that's a dig at David Louise, I'm, I'm all for it. Need more of that. Uh, feeling nice, exclamation mark. All BTC sent to my will be sent back doubled, comma, enjoy. Kim Kardashian West has gone down, lads. 66 million followers. She's on the Bitcoin train. Having a quick look here just to see what that was five minutes ago. Let's see what that's done to the money. Bitcoin, $115,873. Paddy, have you ever presented a telethon? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're moving moving so effortlessly between the, the pledges. And the money coming in, but we can do better. <laughs> Give us your fucking money. <laughs> At what point did Twitter hit the red button and just like take yeah. it offline until they've solved this? Because like, this is a horrible look for them. <laughs> she I like this. This, this is a tech pod now. I like the way say we're just coming yeah. in with like, tech stuff. You know. <laughs> All I'm um, thinking about is who's going next, and he's like, "This is bad. This is bad. Take it offline. Take it offline, Twitter." Um, I'm checking Jordan Shikari's account <laughs> just to see. He, a man who he doesn't have a problem. Flipping. No, what? Top? No, <laughs> no. Just top search for Shikari is Shikari hairline. Uh, so there you go. 
quite the night for Shakiri. Uh, we talked about people having good pandemics, Dion. Sergeant Shakiri is uh, is a new man. He's a change man. He is. Well, he, I think come uh, came in with a with a wonderful wonderful head of hair and uh, and really why not? Like why? Yeah, like yeah. I just look at looking at that hair, looking at his hair. I was just thinking, why, why, uh, why would a Premier League footballer not have a hair transplant? I'm not. Maybe he hasn't had a hair transplant. Maybe something incredible has happened. Something miraculous. Nature is healing. Who knows what's happened? Uh, but just say the the the, uh, the notional Premier League footballer. Why would they not have a a hair transplant? They have nothing. They have nothing to lose from it. Like there's mm. nothing. There's nothing to lose in their world from having uh, as good hair as, as the next person. And maybe they don't need it. Maybe they don't need hair where they're going. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, it always helps. Hair always helps. And there is no, there is no downside if you're a Premier League footballer. Like somebody was pointing out that a lot of referees uh, are bald. And I think for a referee, there might be an issue if you have a hair transplant because people kind of think you're you've got a you've, there's a vanity about you. You might have a, an ego. You might be uh, there might be, be questions might be questions around your integrity if you have a hair transplant as a referee. Um, but but there's none of those issues surrounding a footballer because they're just out there. They're, they're, what they do is how they're judged um, and they don't need to demonstrate any other, they don't have any other credibility issues. Um, so I think it's, uh, it just seems like an extremely obvious thing to do. I don't know why all footballers, um, it's a bit like, it is like the Seinfeld with, when, when, uh, when, when George, George got, got, his, uh, got his wig. Go ahead, deride, deride if you must. But let me tell you something. With my personality and this head of hair, you know what I am now? I am in the game. I no longer defer to the quaft. I'm a player. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Like, that's... Uh, again, like, maybe the players feel they're already in the game, but they can always just be more in the game. And you see Shakiri tonight, and you realise that... Uh, like, people are laughing. Like, what does he care if people are commenting on Twitter about him. Like, what does any Premier League footballer care what people... They, they take enough... They know what... They get enough shit from people anyway that uh, whatever comments they get um, are, 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 are insignificant compared to just how superb they feel. And in fact, maybe it's important for them. Maybe it's good for their game. Maybe... Uh, that swagger that George Costanza had is something that every Premier League player needs as well. They need that. Like Shakiri, Shakiri could be the signing of the summer with that with that hair. He could be a bargain now because you're going to get you're going to get a guy who self belief is is sky high, who who can't who, who's whose confidence can't be dented, who just believes in himself, believes in every in, in possibility again. And, isn't, uh, isn't, isn't, there a, isn't there a Simpsons episode where Homer gets new hair? There is, yeah. And he and he's and he's a different man as well. He, he's massively confident. Yeah. And, uh, no, I think it's uh, it, it's clear. It's an obvious thing. It's uh, um, 
it's uh it's um you know i think it's it's just a, it's a simple thing and i just i think now with the uh with the um scientific advances i don't see why uh premier league players and and the cost is irrelevant to them um so it just seems like any any bold premier league football trying to think who I think if bold Premier League footballer, any bold Premier League footballer is going to be doing it wrong. Yeah. I think David Silva was the one that I thought, you know, because you thought he doesn't need a hair transplant, but he's having a preemptive hair transplant. Maybe he's looked at sort of like um, Silva the Elder and thought, that's in my, that's, it's in the tea leaves. So I'll just get it done now before I begin to recede. Well, Klopp, Klopp had a hair transplant pretty early. You know, there's no. I can't think of too many pictures of Klopp where you kind of think he needs uh, he needs yeah. to do something. But he moved he moved early again, uh, just to uh, and again probably important if you're going to be a manager to move early because you then don't you know you like it's a it's, it's a credibility thing again. It's a credibility, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Like you want to just you know, have it established. I have hair. Don't fuck with me. Um, <laughs> Uh, Although the opposite for Sean Dyche, for example, I I don't I think he's better without. You think he's better without hair for his image, for his no right, maybe yeah, but maybe rough image. At the same time, I guarantee you that in about ten years' time, Sean Dyche will be saying things like, "If I was called Sean Diddleyichi, I'd be given <laughs> given a better job," and he'd be complaining about his gruff image. You say it's nothing to do with your name, mate. You just need more hair. Yeah. Well, well, but I, I mean, I, I mean personally like like i can actually speak from experience because i i did kind of end up getting an accidental hair transplant right because essentially what happened and again like 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 we talk about um bitcoin and the fact that i'm not i don't thus far um so far into the podcast i i'm still not been hacked so my account isn't big enough to be hacked yet but it was it was big enough for me because 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 i was making jokes about about sort of uh going bald and sort of saying oh give me a transplant give me a transplant and and then one day somebody said yes and i was like what <laughs> they were like no no we'll give you a transplant and i was like all right and then and then before you know it i was i was i was face down in uh in glasgow <laughs> that where you went yeah <laughs> i did and 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 like genuinely like it it happened so quickly that there was a moment in time when it was happening and they were actually taking follicles out the back of my head and putting and uh, t- getting them ready to put in put in the front of my head that I was thinking what the fuck am I doing here like how is it escalated to this like like a bit of a joke on twitter and now I'm here and the, and there's like this blood dripping from the side of my head and then because because the next day I I needed to be <coughs> in London I needed to be in London so so, so they were doing it, and like uh, they were taking the time putting it in. After they taken it out in the afternoon, they were taking uh, taking ages putting it in. I was like, I've got like a seven o'clock train, so I need to get to Manchester and then go to London. And they were like, Oh, be done, be done. And then it wasn't. And I said, I'm gonna miss my train. He goes, Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Well, um, you can get you can get the last train, whatever. So then they finally finished, sort of very very late, and I had like about fifteen minutes to get to the station. And they said, you probably need to rest for us. And I'm, like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, by this time, my head was already swelling up. I said, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then they were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And then, and then, uh, so, so I, I, I was, I was ready to bound out, out of the door. And then I started to feel faint and collapsed. And they said, they said you're not fine. So do you know, do you know what they did out of, out of a panic? Because, because this was a PR 
PR situation that had gone horribly wrong from on on their part because like they thought they were gonna they were gonna get a a, a bit of a bit of a publicity out of this. They paid for a taxi from Glasgow to Manchester. Right. <laughs> so they paid. Not only did I get a free hair transplant, they paid for my hair transplant. Right. <laughs> but, but having said that, I mean, like the, the whole point you're making about footballers and whether they feel more confident, like I very quickly the novelty wore off. Really? Yeah. It it, it wore off, and and also like people didn't really notice. Which annoyed me slightly. Well, like, got, your hair looks great these days. Yeah, but but, but like but like my, it's it's an issue of my of my mates didn't even sort of notice that it had happened. Right. So, so so now now I'm in a situation where as as we've spoken of spoken of before, like my hair was was relatively long during uh, the start of the lockdown. I've sort of cut it down to like a number three all over, and now I'm thinking I might stick to this. She look great. Um, because it's because it's quite voluminous. It was quite a great, it good, is. It it is. quite a good reveal like that. It was kind of like yeah. some, you know, it was like sort of you know somebody returning to a like a sort of soap opera or something. It's like something but, in Dallas, but, but, but also like, also massively ballsy because doing it in the same stadium as Arteta. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you go, you, you go, like if if you go for, if you go for the king, you best not miss. Like like he he he, he was there sort of competing with like the densest. Sort of hair in the in the whole Premier League, and he, I think I think he did himself. I think he did well. Um, can I can I just can I just say like change subjects lately? Like I cannot. I now I cannot tweet. What's yeah, going on, David? Verified tweets. Verified accounts can no longer tweet. Bloody hell! So it's so through no fault of my own. When I try and tweet, it says can't tweet. Something went wrong, but don't fret. Let's give it another shot. Yeah. I missed the fail well. Somebody has tweeted. Fail well. So somebody has, uh, Kira Galici has tweeted, the verified people can't tweet, guys. This is our time to shine. <laughs> can I retweet? Would that work? Uh, can, can, can one of you tweet something and I'll retweet it? I, I, sorry, are you, too, are you too verified? Yeah. Um, say, would am, you I, are, am, I the, am I the only free voice? Free, you're well, I free. Gonna, uh, 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 I, I, I was going to say you're the only normie. But can, can can you can you tweet bearded genius can't tweet or something so I can see if I can retweet. Well, let's see. Can I? This is all happening live. It's amazing. It is amazing. Amazing listening. <laughs> uh, here we, we go. Good job we planned this show. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. This so, is this is actually play the championship play the championship corner jingle, Paddy. Quickly. <laughs> Matt Sayward is here. It's you've it's the championship corner jingle. Uh, Matt, it's all going off in the championship. Nottingham Forest, Matt. Yeah, we 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 look like we might have just about done enough. We we've we got five. I think there's five points in it for us between us and our uh, kind of nearest neighbour, which is Millwall. At this point, they've kind of come out of nowhere to storm into seventh. Um, yeah, we're we're probably going to make the playoffs, but if if we go up, we're coming straight back down next year. Why are you, are you just not very good? 
I mean, I don't think anyone really out of this batch other than probably Leeds and maybe Brentford if they're a surprise package. Um, I don't think there's many teams that are actually equipped to stay in the division next season. Um, it's also it, yes. Tomorrow was yesterday. Tomorrow was meant to be the day when Leeds got promoted, but because of the Brentford result, now that's been pushed back. Uh, um, we don't have our resident Brentford expert on. Uh, but, what is uh, what is what is going on between you and your brother, Dion? What about Brentford? Is, it, is, a, is, is, is he just saying Brentford because you because you've got a soft spot for QPR? I think he's it's more or less that's what it is. Right. You know, he's claiming that it's you know the, the club he was had, he had, a, he had some affection for in West London uh, <laughs> when we when we lived there, but uh, it's it's you know I think we could say it here it's not true, um, <laughs> and uh, um, but it's uh, but yeah he's just he's just lording it over. Uh, QPR supporters as they languish in the bottom half of the table, sixteenth. Um, I mean, I mean, what a, what a thing to be to be a Brentford glory supporter. Yeah, I know it's sad. I mean, that's, that's pathetic. Um, I did watch the uh, Sky Sports documentary on Bielsa, which was uh, featured a lot of Maurizio Pochettino, El Loco. Um, very entertaining. Um. Good insights into his time at Newell's <clears throat> Old Boys. Um, he's going to be a great addition to the Premier League when Leeds come up next season. He's, we're going to have a lot of fun with uh, Bielsa. But he's not. Up, they're not up yet. I think. I think. Um, I think they will be up, but I think it, it would just be very. Uh, I, I. I. If I was a Leeds supporter, I'd just be saying, "Don't say anything until we're actually promoted," because like it is pretty tight there. Um, and I know, I know. If they win tomorrow, they're what, yeah, like they, they what they need a point. Then do they? Um, yeah, but uh, but um, I think no, he will be. It will be amazing for um, for Leeds if uh, if they get there with Bielsa. Well, his team's famously run out of steam because of the way he um, is so such an attritional trainer. As Pochettino is such an attritional trainer because of the way that he runs his training sessions and. Before we finish up our championship corner, <clears throat> excuse me, we should talk about Wigan, who, let me see, Wigan are now 10 points, no, sorry, 12 points clear of uh, relegation, um, having won 8-0 yesterday against Hull. And Hull are the team that they're 12 points clear of. Um, Matt, this is uh, this has been a really intriguing subplot in the championship, uh, the tail end of the season. Well, yeah, tw- 12 points clear, technically, but if they if the deduction goes through, as it typically <clears> does for uh, clubs that enter administration that aren't in the relegation zone, they'll be they'll of course be level on points, and that that thumping that they gave out yesterday has uh, has kind of like salvaged um salvaged some kind of like positive goal difference for them. So the, the it could the margin of that win yesterday could actually be the thing in the end that, that kind of maintains their presence in the championship if they manage to avoid the bottom three um after another two games. But it's it just it's an incredibly sad story, isn't it? The Wigan fans must be very, very uh very kind of confused and, and shocked about what's happened there. You've you've actually done a bit of filming in uh, Wigan, haven't you, for us? Like like how how did you find going there and like the people around there? I spent quite a lot of time in um in Wigan overall because my other half, that's her kind of stomping ground. She's born and raised over there. But um yeah, we took our old uh, colleague Joe 
over to Wigan to try out the uh, the Wigan kebab. Uh, that looked good. That looked seven, really good. Eight months ago, yeah, you know, meat and potato pie in a in a in a barn, uh, and we we gave him a three course Wigan dinner, which he he kind of struggled with. Um, so he ha- he had the Wigan kebab. Uh, he had uh, pea wet on a smack bomb, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just water that peas are cooked in um, on a bomb with a with with some kind of like uh, battered potato, um, and then we gave him a babby's yed as well. Um, which what's a babby's yed? It's uh, an upside down steak and kidney pudding, and it's called uh, or the guy said. It's called a baby's head because they favour them, um, as in it looks like a baby's head. Interesting. I mean, um, none of the, none of that sounds appealing to me. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look it doesn't look appealing on the plate, but uh, Joe Joe assured everyone involved yeah. that it all tasted fantastic. Dion's in, Dion's interested. I can. I, well, can I, I remember I remember being at uh, Wigan once to interview. Um, Kevin Kilban and uh, Dave Whelan was it was pre-season and um, Dave Whelan was uh, outside handing out kind of pies, you know. So they like they were just he was on he was on the pitch, kind of giving everyone pies. Like it was they they were doing their like their uh, their team shots and pictures and everything for the season. Uh, but anyone who wanted could just go up to Dave Whelan and he'd give you a pie. And I thought that's that's how you. Uh, that's how you run a club. Gentlemen, uh, that may bring us to the end of tonight's uh, freewheeling episode of the Football Spin. I can tell you that the good news now is you're back in the game. The, the verified accounts can now tweet again. Well, let me just check before we go. Yeah, get on it. I'll do my, I'll do my people in need pudsy bit. Uh, <laughs> Where are we at? Hundred and eighteen thousand four hundred ninety-two. <laughs> let's let's have a quick look to where, let's have a quick look about where your money's going. <laughs> I can't tweet. I still can't tweet. What? Oh no no, there's definitely there's some verifieds are tweeting now, so perhaps they've singled you out for special treatment. Maybe maybe it was me all maybe I maybe I'm the Bitcoin king. Um, but again, this could just be yeah the first wave. <laughs> you know, it might be locked down again. I mean, like, we could be locked down again overnight. <laughs> Find this podcast is out. We could all be in lockdown again. <laughs> go say word. Say word. Speak for me. <laughs> what What do I have to say next? What's your next statement? Um, I'll just, say whatever you want, but it has to be threaded. Those are my terms. Just, just, just say, just say, Billy Genius can still not tweet. Um, just, I don't know, stay, stay, stay brave or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's keep, that's keep spirits up. More than anything else, that's what, that's what's important now. <laughs> um, as people turn to Noradine Chowdhury for inspiration and. In a funny way, I think they do. Since the, since the hair transplant, I think they do. <laughs> right on that. Listen, thanks very much to Matt Sayward, to Nordin Chowdhury, and to Dion Fanning. And thanks to you for listening. Uh, if you haven't already done so, not sure why you would, but do click subscribe <laughs> to get the show <laughs> into your feeds automatically on whatever platform you're listening on. We will be back again tomorrow night. We'll talk again soon. I think it would lift the spirits of the nation. I don't give a fuck about the nation of Morocco. 
people's lives are at risk. Oli Gunnar, where would you like the statue? <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. I refuse to answer that question. We'll take it as a yes then. Take it whatever you want. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus, why me? I wear a base cap and uh, I have a bad shave.